welcome to the seventh episode of Shaping Up Fair World podcast. We invite educators, students, and parents in our podcast to share their story, how they are making a difference in this world. This is our. This is going to be our first video podcast. Right now, during the COVID nineteen pandemic and global lockdown, the entire world's economy is at pause. Amidst all this situation, we don't even know who is going through anxiety. It is okay to have anxiety at this moment. We understand that. But when to realize that now is the time that you need some external support. Today, I will introduce you all to a special guest and a special person who was always there with me when I needed her the most. I welcome Chetna Sabawal, ma'am, from India. She was my mentor and counselor at Alcon International School. and has been one of the strongest pillar and reason for what i am today she's an education psychologist she's also involved in mentoring an international team at global stem alliance new york and is an iacac member she was conferred with best teacher award by global assembly for outstanding work in the areas of environment peace mercy and tolerance i welcome you ma'am thank you thank you ayush How are you? Good to be here, and uh, thank you for introducing me so well. Uh, I'm hearing it after long time about so much <laughs> that I have actually achieved in last so many years. I was not aware. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. So, how are you today? I'm doing good. It is seven p.m. in India right now, right? Mm, yeah, that's what. Right. Okay. Yeah, uh, I don't think so. It's pretty late, so I'm hoping that everything will go smoothly from here on. So um, uh, just yeah, in work ahead. from home time, there is nothing like late or early. <laughs> so we work <laughs> like twenty four seven almost. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. I'll just ask you to like introduce yourself to our audience at Shaping a Fair World. Okay. So you have already introduced me. Uh, so do you need me to introduce more? Um, maybe something that I missed while introducing you. No, perfectly. So, uh, I work basically with the uh, students majorly, and uh, I'm more, I'm more of a behavioral counselor and trained from the national body in India. And so, we have a cohort of almost like 250 plus counselors right now who are working across India in different regions to help students and anybody who's uh, facing issues and concerns with this uh, pandemic and who are quarantined, and there could be. various issues are related to their study their behavior their coping up with this difficult time so yeah that's what i'm doing right now uh, apart from that i'm also working with the school now as a career coach for them so that's what i do wow that's great like during this during this pandemic working from home and online helping is a pretty good thing yeah. so like whenever i think about mental health is like yeah. is mental health and physical health are they related to each other in any way uh okay so i'll answer it like this can you separate body and mind is it possible um, i don't think so you think so you don't think so i, I don't think so i don't think so right so that's what it is so you cannot separate mental health and physical health that okay they will go parallelly somewhere uh, it has to be together okay if you will go by the definition of health it say, it states that it's a health uh, health comprises of physical mental social well being okay so uh, maybe 
uh, absence of disease could be there, but that doesn't mean that, uh, I mean, you need to have some disease to not to be healthy. Okay. Mm. So that's what it is important for us to understand. So it's something like in a simple language, if I say it would be like um, plug and a plug point. So when you connect plug point and plug and you switch on, so the whole system starts working. So physical health, definitely if you are mentally not fit, so definitely it will show the some kind of symptoms on your physical health and yeah. especially chronic conditions when we talk about. So definitely those are there and vice versa. It could be if you are physically not well, so it affects your mental health also. So, so if they you are, see they are linked to each other. Of disease, okay? So there are people who are cancer patients. Okay, mm. they will come out of those situations and they will live for a longer time just because they are mentally, mentally very healthy and fit. So it's their mm. strong willpower. So it's the brain, it's the mind that helps them in coping up with uh, life-threatening disease like this. So definitely, there's a strong connection between the two. Hey. So I hope I'm able to answer in a very simple language. Yeah, it's it's pretty clear, not for me, yeah. for anyone who's lo looking yeah, at right. this, like physical health and mental health are always linked with each other they are yeah. directly proportional to each other yes and if you can want... add social, social health also yeah <laughs> right social health also we are all quarantined so i mean you can understand now the absence of meeting with people talking to people face to face the human connection which is missing right now uh, that mm -hmm. also uh, somewhere affects us definitely okay yeah. uh, so uh, one of my friend is in the room right now so i'll i'm just going to add her and let her introduce herself and then she can ask you her own question definitely okay hi malvika hi uh, i'm malvika from uh, india i'm 18 years old uh, from alcon international school um my question uh, would be that as somebody who's not a professional, how can I help somebody who's going through mental health issues? Okay. Hi, Malvika. This is Chetna, ma'am. You remember? Yes, <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Long time. Yeah. Yes, so your question is about that. If you are not a professional, so how you can help a person? Yeah. Uh, so I would suggest you to just be there for, with that person, understand what are the, because see, uh, you are not a professional, but still you can find out certain gaps when in their uh, yes. natural behavior. So if you find something, some deviation from what they're doing, maybe they're eating less, maybe they're sleeping less, maybe there are um, uh, some mood swings happening to that person. Yes. And sometimes they just completely uh, shut them up. Okay. I mean, they will no. not talk to anyone or something. So these are the simple symptoms which you can identify. Now, uh, the simple tip which I can give you is never ask why questions. Okay. Anytime yes. when we are talking to any person, if we want really to connect with them, you should always start with something else, but not the wise. Okay. You should start yes. maybe how was your day and uh, is there any way you want me to listen something is okay. happening around or something um, that is what it make the conversation as simple as possible not intimidating mm. that's the first tip which you have to understand and of course if you see that if you have because uh, all of you are minor right now so maybe you are not trained so you can uh, take mm. help of any adult in the around you just to see that the person can be helped definitely there are certain ways when you uh, I mean cheer them up but that doesn't work for a longer time 
uh, that's right. what you have to be very careful about and okay. until you identify like what are the reasons or what are the uh, major uh, mental health i mean illnesses so you won't be able yeah. to help them much but yeah this could be like you can at least bring them to a point where they start talking to you yeah where they start sharing okay that's yeah. what you can best and then maybe you can talk to uh, uh make them ready to talk to yeah. some professional about their concerns issues or anything that is bothering them that's what i would suggest thank you so much yeah okay thank you malika for joining in thank you okay yeah so like you said like uh, making them trust you or um gaining their trust is a key key to like talk yeah. with them or face their mental issues so like yeah. what i understand from um uh, treating mental health or like counseling is that that you work with the story of that person it's not like they have a heart attack and like you repair their heart with medicines or like give them a surgery it's not it's not like one is to one how easy or difficult it gets to like having them to trust you um okay given my experience uh, it could be sometimes very difficult to bring that person to speak to you to open up uh, to share because uh, there is something which is the some fear which is working okay uh, fear of judgment fear of uh, maybe uh, they are exposing themselves to a person uh, who is uh, not known to them um so these are the basic uh, concerns for any person for that matter even if you are working in a professional space so you will not talk about your personal life to them now with yeah. a counselor or with a psychotherapist you have to open up okay and so the first thing what we do is to bring them to a comfort level of uh, which we call the rapo building session now these rapo building sessions normally because i use uh, uh, cbt which is cognitive behavioral therapy and okay. the combination of something of a behavioral therapy also uh, where it works well for me i mean it has worked very well for me in terms of bringing a person to trust you okay so i would not if suppose i know that a person has a anger issue so i will not ask them direct questions on that okay when do you feel angry or what do you uh, what are the situations so i will mm -hmm. just drive them towards that situation when they feel comfortable with me so it could take you for five sessions just for repo building once that happens then it becomes easy so what we do is if you want me to elaborate on that so what happens is it's kind of a mm -hmm. conversation which you are having yeah a conversation which looks like a normal um one to one talk like we do in maybe in, in our drawing rooms but it is uh, it is objective driven so in my first session it would be my objective would be to build up a rapport okay to bring them to a level of trust that okay i am going to i'm there for you um what you have to open up and the second thing what will happen is slowly that person will start uh talking about themselves so i talk about their routines i talk about their how their day goes how uh, do they feel are, are there any kind of triggers which give them some kind of those symptoms let's say somebody is talking about their anger issue so mm -hmm. we give them homework also okay oh, so okay. it's not that i being a therapist would be able to do everything i would need support from that person also so for any counseling or psychotherapy to happen it is important for the other person to be ready 
that's yeah. very very important so if i don't want them to work uh, i mean to find out the solution but when people say that okay counselors can find solution to, for you uh, it's not like that it's that mm-hmm. you both work you come to a decision so i'll give you a very simple example uh, of yeah. like uh, maybe a person who is uh, who's pay, uh, i'll take a very simple example of a teenager okay, okay. Uh, parents are fighting every day in their home mm-hmm. now uh, i cannot be at their home i cannot maybe i don't have that access to their parents to work on them so what will i do with that teenager i'll help him in managing his own emotions and uh, his anger maybe and his reactions so that is what so counseling works to empower a person if the person is ready that's what happens now when you say that uh, stories i would say that those are not stories basically it is their past experiences or maybe their life experiences yes which they are going through now what we do so suppose you are you have tasted once uh, maybe let's say uh, i should talk it in hindi like you have tasted karela do you like yeah. that do you like that not exactly <laughs> no so but i prepare i mean i prepare some other day, uh, some other way a recipe which is which is made up of karela but then it is something different but it is very tasty mm-hmm. so what i have done here is i am changing your old experience to something new refreshing a new good experience yes. yeah so that is what happens so until your past experiences are replaced in your brain with new experiences uh, nothing change okay hmm. and it may take long time so it does not i cannot guarantee it depends on the um chronic issue that what pe- people are facing and how long it has been with them so it might take longer time for them so mm-hmm. it could finish in 6 months it could finish in 2 3 years uh, so that's what and somewhere there's no uh, time limit for that no time limit for that so it's see that's what i said it works both ways so it would be mm-hmm. the counselor working or therapist working plus the person who is needing counseling works together so i give them some homework to do maybe writing their emotions and noting mm-hmm. down what are the triggers then maybe yeah. working on their uh, even on the speaking skills also the communication how are you communicating what are you questioning because we work on the basis of like we uh we understand that okay if i am saying something to a person so he will respond me in a particular way so that's where my concern comes from and that's where some people will start uh, i mean the conflict happens so that's yeah what, yeah so well, i hope i've been able to answer your question yeah you answered that question really good yeah. like what i got that is like um, it it's not time bound like it can take 2 years or 3 years as you said and never ask a person why you just work around the sto- their personal life experiences yeah that's true so yeah it so, takes time so once they are ready with their uh, experience i'm mean, sharing their experiences definitely yeah. there's a way open for them right once you gain their trust then the real yes, progress yes. happens yeah so uh the next question to me, from me to you is like what are the symptoms or like when do you know it is time for a person to seek a professional help or to see a counselor mm-hmm. for having like anxiety attacks or like any other mental health related issues okay uh so as i said in my i mean uh, my answer to your previous question okay it's about a person readiness okay sometime a person himself or herself is ready sometime mm-hmm. another person who he trust 
or she trusts so they will be the person who will bring them to that level okay let's go and meet the meet at least and rule out the things which are not there okay so it's simply like if i'm having a stomach ache so i'll go to the doctor i'll ask i'll he'll ask for the symptoms to me that okay what happened to you what is uh, what did you eat and all that and they rule out that okay it's nothing it's just a one day thing okay and then mm-hmm. he gives the medicine to you and then okay now uh, in case of mental health it's altogether different it takes time yeah. for the person to realize this that okay i need help so mm-hmm. first thing is that they understand that okay they need help okay now the symptoms which another person can understand or they can identify are maybe sleeplessness okay deprivation of sleep could be one mood swings okay eating habits have changed i mean a person's uh, general routine which they follow has changed so they are not getting up at the same time yeah they are irritated or maybe they are not talking to you so they have isolated mm-hmm. themselves completely uh there could be some physical symptoms also maybe uh, some people because they have anger issues so they start trembling sweatiness all these so it depends the kind of mental illness they are going through it will depend on that so generally these are the things like it's a slight deviation from anything which was normal for them and it, it has changed so this is the first sign which could be for the physical illness also and mental illness also so we rule both the things so sometimes when um because depression takes longer time for persons to understand that that what is going they are suffering too that sometimes they'll be very happy and uh, immediately in few moments they will be feeling sad about it so normally mm-hmm. people say i'm depressed today so i request them not to do that because depression is something very serious which happens to a person and it's yeah. kind of a prolonged sadness which happens over the time again and again and people are not able to understand and understand imagine a person who is i mean a teenager who is mm-hmm. going through all those hormonal changes also so for them it becomes very difficult to understand that fact that they are suffering through depression yeah, or anything so it could be they, they might feel that okay it could be the weather it could be maybe i am like that or maybe it's my growing up issues parents might think that but then it's not it has to be i mean addressed at least the first only sign which you can see is that deviation from the normal behavior anything mm-hmm. which is it could be very uh, simple thing or it could be very cross so it depends on mm-hmm. so that's how you have to identify right and if a person is talking about certain things listen to them carefully that's what you need to do as a as a help or as a support you can do that just listen to them and try to find out that if they are trying to convey something to you through their uh, conversation Yeah. what i've yeah. seen from my example like when i you when i was used to getting like bullied in my early childhood like uh, around grade 9 or 8 uh, when i used to get bullied what i faced was like when i talked to someone about it or like someone listened to me it felt really good to like talk to someone about it and get rid of all the issues that are currently going in your head or what mm-hmm. the thoughts you are having in your mind mm-hmm. so that's so Yeah. Yeah, that really helped me when I used to talk to you about it or when I used to talk to principal sir about it or yeah. uh, my parents. Since you have talked about yourself, so let's talk about it. So did I I mean the point is that I give you the way out, okay? Yeah. Uh okay, this is what we can do. 
it's not about so sometime when you are going through certain emotions certain situations if you start helping other people also in the same situation that gives you a great help that empowers you that okay and you can be the most empathetic person around for them yeah okay so that builds up your resilience also your self esteem also and in turn you are helping others as well uh, because you understand them most so that's yeah. what i did uh, yeah. uh with in that situation right yeah so it's kind of a positive mentoring which happens uh, rather than uh, taking it as a threatening situation okay we mm. we need not always go through the therapies i will say yeah. that depending on the situation sometimes empowering the person and if he is willing to take that forward quite so that also helps yeah and yeah. especially this works for me uh with the teenagers because mm. um, they would not they are little apprehensive about identifying themselves with certain mental illnesses so yeah. definitely they would not accept that okay i'm having anger issues but then mm. uh when they see others doing that so they do understand that fact and then maybe they they correlated okay that yeah this is so that's what when they start understanding of doing sorry i think that's my secret of helping people oh, okay <laughs> right. so uh, one of my friend bhuvi anda is also waiting and then i'll just add her and then she can introduce herself and ask you her question yeah definitely hey hi bhuvi hi uh maybe you can just introduce yourself and ask your question yeah for sure so my name is boovy i am 16 years old i go to st francis xavier i live in canada and i am um a mental health advocate in my school as well and mental health is really important to me as well and during this pandemic i think that's one of the most important things and i also think that physical health is also really um intertwined with mental health and my question to you was what tips do you have or do you have any tips that could help us maintain our mental health and keep it healthy during this pandemic okay during this pandemic okay the first thing what you need to do is because we are under lockdown okay i don't know partial lockdown or maybe the quarantine this thing that's what is happening so what we need to do is get up as you used to get up okay dress up follow a set routine for yourself right that should that is very very important maybe there are certain changes which are happening because you are into a home so you can still follow a routine for your everything uh, your studies as well your exercise as well maybe there could be certain things which you can do for yourself and this is i call it the best time for self discovery okay mm-hmm. so now how the self discovery will happen there is no one to judge you here at, at your home your parents know you very well right so they know, they know all your mood tantrums they know how your habits so you can work pick up one habit which you need to change pick up one thing that you need to change and work work on that um you can take up uh, some artwork there could be certain skills which you can develop for yourself uh it's basically rediscovering yourself i call this that helps you in doing that and conversations yeah you still have the internet so see you can pick up as a teenager you can pick up your online courses for yourself which are freely available maybe you want to build up something um if you are an entrepreneur you have some business idea start working on that put it on project there are people around the world who are helping everyone so it's like the situation has given more human connect 
in terms of rather than being physically present with each other we are virtually present with each other and helping each other so if you will see that the other day i was working on some educational resources for one of my schools so i could see thousands of educational resources available for people so maybe you can build yeah. up your yeah. own so whatever your goal of life is find it out and start working on that there is no age bar for that okay exercise eat well cook well if you can okay and become self dependent that's what i will say so learn every little skill which you can uh, to survive better and yes you can talk to people about it discuss that what was good i mean your uh, dinner table conversation should be located that this is what we did good today this is what i would like to work more upon and those conversation helps build a bond with your family as well that's what you can do right that's good i think you man yeah most welcome Thank you. Hey, thank you, Bhuvi. Hey, uh, it's a pretty good thing that you said. Like at this pandemic uh, situation, it's good to maintain both good physical and mental health at both both at the same time. So, can you that? Like my next question to you is like, how do students seek mental health in like this pandemic? Like, is there any site they can reach out to or any phone number or like? what the country is doing like in india because i know in canada uh, as in canada there's like a helpline that uh, people can call and then uh, they'll get professional help or voice calls or like video calls so what is like india and other mental health counselors doing at this point okay so coming to india because uh, you know that i have done my i mean i've been trained with the national body which is ncert okay yeah. so what we they have done is that they have uh, invited all the counselors from all over india and they have divided them into the regions and they have collected our details and the timings when it is convenient for us to help students or anybody for that matter who is undergoing this um i mean any concerns which are there and issues yeah in india i mean as i was mentioning to you that um, we do have a body national body which is called ncert and i being the alum of that uh, we are working with our professors who are the uh, who are, who have collected the database of almost uh, every counselor who have been trained under that body and uh, that has been circulated to lot of people i mean it would be you can find it on my facebook page my mm-hmm. linkedin page okay that's where you will find all the information about it uh, so what happens there is that we have the uh, convenience of the counselors also because they are also working from home so you can pick up the time when you want to and i what i have done for myself is that i share a google form with them where they uh-huh. can uh, pick up the choice of whatsapp maybe call whichever is convenient to them yeah. and if suppose they do not have uh, let's say internet at their home Mm-hmm. uh so i give them the privilege of that okay just fill up uh, send me a message on a normal phone message sms yeah. system and then i will call you because you know, mm-hmm. never know in what situation they are so mm-hmm. i have be i do take three to four calls in a day that is what happening and it's picking up so any student any person anyone who needs some kind of a help from our side i'll share the website with you uh, after this chat and uh, you can uh you can share it with anyone who needs that so yeah. and the issues which i normally get is because how to 
work, how to handle the situation at home because they maybe they don't don't have the books. So I do share. Uh, I have created a kind of e-library for them from where oh, I can share the okay. resources for them. That okay, this is where you can learn certain skills. So there mm-hmm. are people who are going under transition because of the in careers also. Um, there are lay, days of going on where people are not maybe they are not being. Uh, I am not sure that how many of them will actually get their jobs back. So it's a difficult situation, but yeah, we are there for any help which is required uh, for mm-hmm. any person of any age for any issue. That's what I've done. And there That's are many cute. many organizations who are working. Uh, so uh, I would share those information also with you, those people who are working mm-hmm. or those organizations who are helping, because it's a collective endeavor which needs to happen with the people yeah. around us. Yeah. Yeah, so all the links that you're mentioning, I'll put them in the uh, in in the bio of Definitely. this podcast. Definitely, we need to so that, do that. Yes. So that right, anyone right. who's watching this podcast can reach out to you. Definitely, definitely. That's the first thing we should do. So you said you yeah. get two to three calls every day. So I want you to ask yeah. you, like, if if you feel comfortable answering that question, or if you want to keep the the information private, mm-hmm. it's like. What common issues are you being approached for during this time? And like, how are you tackling those issues? Uh, yeah, so uh, in general, if it is a school student, so they would be asking me about the how to study, uh, what will be my result, how should mm-hmm. I plan for my future courses, colleges, that's what. Yeah. There are certain issues which are related to focus because it's very difficult. I mean, the situation where you have constant screen time to do. So there may be there are schools which are running for four to five hours. And the screen time is one thing which is uh, which parents are worried of that. OK, how should mm-hmm. hand, how yeah. we handle? Because it's very different situation. Uh, it's unpredictable situation for all of mm-hmm. us. We never thought of that it will happen. So, yeah. So and then, yeah, of course, in general, there are certain issues of how to handle kids, uh, the younger ones, the toddlers yeah. one how to manage them, it's, it's like, so what has happened here is that uh, families, they were there, the house was there, but there was no home. Now it's called a home because everybody is there. So you Together. have to learn how to deal with everybody at the same time. So you might mm. be a mother might be dealing with kids in a separate situation when the husband is not around. So yeah. I'm in these kind of issues. So and dad it, does, in other it doesn't situation. take much time for me. Yeah. So it's just that they want to be listened to. And mm-hmm. um, you just have a conversation. Okay. That this is how it can be. So sometimes it, uh, it happens in two or three calls and it's done. And sometimes it might take longer for us to handle those situations. Yeah. Uh, so that's what. Mm-hmm. Like, can, like you get calls every day. It's like, do you think like it's changing the routine of like counseling practices that some counselors follow not meeting face to face or meeting on calls, video calls or audio calls. Like, is there any challenges that you are facing right now? Uh, not really, because uh, if you remember, we started working on uh, our uh, social cause, which is called Basikra. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I started this in somewhere in 2015. Okay, mm-hmm. and my purpose was because there were certain people who wanted to be connected, and they don't. They wanted to be anonymous. They don't want that their name, their identity should be disclosed sure. to a person, and yeah. it makes them somewhere. It makes them comfortable uh, mm-hmm. in talking. 
because once you it's a i mean when you are face to face so you think that okay this person knows me so sometimes they are not able they are not comfortable in talking mm-hmm. i don't think so that it has changed a bit yeah yes but then now you have you have to learn more how to connect virtually i mean if i'm doing a rapport building session with a person so it takes more efforts from me also and mm-hmm. from the other person sides also to uh work on that rapport building that okay that's has to happen so that trust factor may be there so sometime it might happen that a person uh may not call you again yeah it could be for both the reasons that he is happy with what i have uh, achieved uh, from one session or what the conversation or it could be they are still not comfortable in talking about these issues yeah hmm. but yeah one uh drawback which is there when you are doing online sessions now no do we have skype and zoom and everything so it does give you a help that okay because that the person is ready to take help that is what is happening yeah but we sometimes we miss the physical symptoms which we can see in a person that okay how because when in front of a camera everybody looks good wants to looks good so yeah. that could be one reason i see otherwise i don't see there would be any difference and it would be a best situation when we have to uh, practice social distancing yeah 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 that, that's a, that's a good thing like right. social distancing is like pretty common word that is being listened to or like applied during these days so do you think like there was ever a chapter written before in mental health studies like these kind of situations will occur or these kind of problems people will be facing from about the social distancing you're talking about yeah 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 so interestingly uh i was reading i think it's uh, just 2 3 days back when i was just reading about that what mm-hmm. exactly i mean from where it start so it's not the first thing which has happened in the history social distancing concept was always there through uh, middle age okay oh, so okay. there were instances in i think 13th century where uh, this started and the pandemic like similar pandemic happened and mm-hmm. uh interestingly the word quarantine comes from italian origin mm-hmm. okay it has yeah. an italian origin and the word first was i think so trentino where oh, it means okay. that you have to isolate a person and the person has to go for social distancing so quarantine also means that isolation for uh 40 days that's what it means right so a person has to follow that now i go back to the history of uh, india yeah so self isolation okay was there when people used to walk to himalayas and they were doing which we call tapasya so it mm-hmm. was more of a process of self discovery which they choose themselves okay yeah. so i don't think so but yeah it is uh, what is happening right now when we talking about social distancing is that it is happening because we were forced to do that because of the pandemic which has happened and maybe it's nature's way of uh, reminding us that okay these are these were the basic practices which you have to do that so that's what i feel so there's nothing new because this is somewhere it is there and if you will read about the american history they were actually 2006 or 7 if i'm not wrong they mm-hmm. already talk about bringing the social distancing practices whenever there will be a pandemic so yeah. some of the countries were actually getting ready for that also in terms of making the right policies and all so yeah that's not something yeah but then it is like it has happened suddenly all over the world 
Mm. Yeah, which, not which, just which in one place. Something, yes, yeah, not in one country, not in one place. It is almost everybody is doing, and everybody is dealing with it in a different manner. Some of them have been able to cope up well. Some are still coping up. That's yeah. So yeah, right. Hey, so what I think is like, um, whenever I do something, I want to see results pretty quickly, and like I want to see the results or the changes that are happening to me. So what is uh-huh. the like the time frame in which a pa- a patient or like person reaching out to you can see the results? Results of a result of counseling that they're doing like counseling okay okay, okay. so it's uh see it's a uh what happens is when you start working on yourself okay it's not that i i cannot give any assessment to you or any evaluation like you do it in your test that okay you scored marks and you are pass or fail or you score first division it's nothing like that psychotherapy or counseling works very differently so every time uh when i'm meeting the person in my session so I do assess them uh, mm-hmm. through the therapy that okay where they have reached now so if yeah. suppose I've given you a task on uh, let's say a person is undergoing uh, uh, depression okay and uh, maybe some situation at office where I mean in professional space where uh, he's not happy or she's not happy with boss or yeah. anything so what happens is I would uh, I would give them a task to complete that okay you find out you note down in your diary or in your mobile that okay which are the points what are the uh, what are the symptoms in the sense what are the signs what are the triggers which creates that situation so it could yeah. be like my boss gives me suddenly a lot of work without informing me without any planning organizing and it triggers a person that okay this is what is happening so at mm-hmm. home also if you will see so why teenagers when they have anger issues so there will always be certain things which are peculiar to the situation that okay mom is telling at particular point when I am relaxing she will suddenly tell you okay get up and do this work so that could be a trigger for the anger issue which starts from there so we have to break that cycle Hmm. right so that is where you have to start finding out and then so it's like both ways so I give you a task you complete the task and we see that okay this worked or this does not work for you and then we start doing on it. So it's a progressive uh, thing which happens during the counseling session after session. Yeah. And it's if a person is able to handle the situation, which situation or whichever issue they come for, and they're able to handle it, it's called mm-hmm. managing more rather than we don't treat people. Okay. We help them in understanding their emotions more and mm-hmm. work on them. So it's like an emotion regulation which happens through the counseling, right? Yeah. So once they maintain a consistency for it, so the sessions will definitely reduce. And maybe I'll do a follow-up after this, after three months or six months that, okay, how you are doing, it's just a normal call. Or maybe a person can call me. That's yeah. how it happens. So, yeah. So it's, it's, you, will se- you will feel yourself that, okay, the change has happened in me. So and once you start managing yourself well, so the happiness question increases, the satisfaction mm. question increases. So that's what happens with the person. So what I'm uh, getting from you saying, there's no fixed time limit. Like it depends from a no, person. No, never, never. So yeah, it cannot be time frame because uh, as I said, it depends on the person and it depends on the circumstances also we have to yeah. understand. So if somebody is going under some kind of a conflicts in the marriage or maybe at uh, in the at home where the parenting conflict is there, so I can manage, I will empower that person 
but maybe mm. when i i cannot work at home situation so it might yeah. take more time and then yeah. if a person is sharing something with me because repo building happens confidentiality is one factor which we have to maintain as counselors so until they give me permission for certain things to intervene with their family situation so i can't do that so that's why mm. we cannot have a fixed time frame for these situations yeah yeah, yeah. that's it's really good like now yeah. i now i can see like because earlier you should think like this like fixed amount of sessions that you need to do in order to no definitely no. there would have to be i mean there could be uh there has to be a stop to that but then there are people like uh because see you don't know about depression what triggers it and it can yeah. so uh, depending on the psychiatry part also like when people are taking medicines so both things works together so mm. uh, even when you talk about the heart disease also so now people have started taking alternative therapies for that so psychotherapy mm. also helps them in uh, in making them better mentally mentally okay? so their mental power becomes stronger to handle those situations so that is what so it goes hand in hand that's yeah. what i would say it's pretty yeah. good that's it's a really good answer to the last question of this podcast thank you so um so you can just tell our viewers where they can reach out to you like on twitter or where they can find you they can find me all over the social media the facebook page the twitter the linkedin and i have actually come out with a poster which i can share with you it's mm-hmm. lockdown stories where you don't need to lockdown so i'm uh, all ears for anything uh, which you want to share sometime so yeah you can i'll share that poster with you and you can yes, share it can. so it has I all the share. links so that will help people and i'm more than happy to help in any which way um, all around the world it will be yes. my privilege to do so with my whatever little expertise mm-hmm. i have with me right yeah Yeah. Yeah. Hey, thank you so much. I'll add your li- all of your links in the bio of this podcast. Yeah, I'll share that with you in uh, chat mm. and Twitter so you can Yeah, that. okay. And thank you so much for having thank me. Thank you so Ayush. much for coming. God now. bless you. You're doing thank wonderful you. work. <laughs> thank you. And it's good to see you after a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. to have this heart to heart conversation. So yeah. thank you for this opportunity. Thank you. Yeah, we'll talk again soon. Yes, definitely. We should do this often. Yeah. <laughs>